So here's the thing about secrets. I think that a lot of the times we're looking for positive secrets, things that are like how to lose weight without working out by using a pill or something or a magic machine, things like how to get rich quick, things like, I don't know, how to become a professional baseball player in a week. And in general, I don't think those kinds of secrets exist. Obviously, we're learning constantly how to get better at things, but there's one of those theoretical secrets that I think is a really big myth, and that's the one that I want to talk to you about today. The secret that I'm talking about is the idea of going viral. And you might hear that and go, this guy's out of his rocker. Obviously, things go viral. What are you, stupid? And maybe I am, but I think I have a pretty strong case for why that doesn't actually happen. And I've got to warn you, there's no graphics in this. There's no fancy demos. So you either have to take what I say or do your homework. But I think that if you take what I say, it'll check out. So first, let's talk about the premise of going viral. I see people online talking about this idea that, oh, well, here's the system for going viral. Here's how you can utilize a trend. Here's how you can uh, do this format of content. We're going to increase your chances of going viral. So this is a thing people are trying to do. I've heard clients say, we wanna make a video that goes viral. So the definition of viral, I think the colloquial definition is, or and by that I mean the, the way most people mean it, is something that performs really, really well in sharp contrast to how things have performed in the past. And I do think that does sometimes happen. I don't think it happens the way we think it does, though. So let's take an example of like a TikTok video, right? Sometimes you'll see a video on TikTok, suddenly gets a bunch of views, and you go, wow, that video went viral. But what does viral really mean? Viral is a medical term. And I don't have to name our recent experience with a virus to know that you all have it. And maybe if you remember back to the beginning, March of 2020, The big fear was that this thing could get into you and that then you could give it to two or three other people and then each of those two or three people could give it to two or three other people and then you would have this rapid expansion of peer-to-peer networking. And I think that's the way we think about viral videos. Well, my aunt will share it and her friends will share it and these people will share it. And if you look at people's behavior on the internet, that doesn't actually happen. There's a pretty standard rate at which things get shared. And some things get shared more than others, but there's sort of a standard entropy and attrition that pulls these things back in. So based on your initial audience, some people share it, those people share it, and then it sort of dies off. So I don't think that that actually happens. And so you say, okay, well, how come some things get a bunch of views? And the answer is usually because it ends up hooking on to a broadcast platform. I first heard a really good example of this in the book Hitmakers, but once I started checking it out against my own experience, I found it to be really, really true. So the idea is that when something striking happens, whether that's a really good piece of content, an event in the world, whatever else, the immediate people around it experience it. And there's some amount of outward momentum that can have, right? So it can get shared, it can get engaged with, But usually, 
any massive increase in reach is directly related to a broadcast amplification. My dog agrees. So what that can look like is either A, you spend a bunch of money on a media buy, and that's how you amplify the audience. But that's not virality. That's not organic one-to-one reach. That's just paying to get something amplified, which again, you can do. That's not a viral video. The other thing that can happen is someone who already has a broadcast audience uh, co-ops your message onto their audience. I have a really prescient example in my life of that. I sometimes post reels to my Instagram and their normal performance right now is anywhere between like 1,500 and 7,000, low 7,000 views per reel. That's slowly climbing on the point cloud over time, but there's no like massive outliers. That's sort of the functional range. Now, this last weekend, I shared a moment with CrossFit Games champion Matt Fraser, and I shared that video as a reel. And Matt was kind enough to share it with his audience. Matt has 2.4 million Instagram followers, I believe, last time I checked. And so that video pretty quickly was over 100,000 views. That's still not viral. Most videos Matt shares get around 100,000 views based on the way the algorithm works right now. So my video got his normal audience and my normal audience. There was no magic there. That's just how that addition works. Now, when you get a number of people with large audiences all sharing something at once, then it can get exponential because then it can start to ping pong between major audiences. So if Matt shared it and then the CrossFit Games shared it, and then, uh, I don't know, the Morning Chalk Up shared it, and then three other people, three celebrities who all love CrossFit all shared it, then that would be a massive audience. But it wasn't a bunch of peer-to-peer shares. It was like six major broadcast amplifications. And so now maybe you're thinking like, okay, well, that makes sense. So do I just like set myself up for broadcast amplifications? Or maybe you're saying, yeah, but what about Charlie bit my finger? And I think what I would say to that is that you do periodically have sort of freak amplifications. And sometimes that happens because something just really hits. And I think usually you would still find that there was some major person who came along and quickly expanded the reach of it. Or it has a moment in the sun and then it doesn't really last. And I think that's the thing that's funny to me about people searching for viral videos is it's always a flash in the pan. Like no one who has had a massive single spike retains that much audience off of it. So like my example in my video with Matt, I probably picked up like a couple hundred followers, maybe, but I didn't pick up 100,000 followers. And so it's like, you can only pick up as many followers as feel meaningly connected to your narrative against the piece of content that went viral, which is the other problem with like trying to play general games is that sure, maybe your thing catches a wave in the algorithm and it spikes and you did some trend and then people go to see the rest of how you've been showing up and they see it's all you trying to catch trends and no one really cares to stick around for that. So it's a little bit short-sighted. So to me, I think trying to go viral is a little bit like trying to get rich by, by 
buying scratch tickets. It's not totally impossible, but it's sort of a losing game to begin with. So you can be strategic about how you make things. And I think that's that's one other good example I almost missed. <clears throat> I've heard people say, oh, well, Mr. Beast hacked the system to go viral. And I would disagree with that too. What he did was put in a lot of work for a long time to get really good when not a lot of people were watching. And he focused on consistently making stuff as good as he could, not based on what was trendy and quick and fleeting, but off like, what are the things that are consistent over time about this? And he did that enough that he caught a few major broadcast amplifications where other people said, hey, you should look at what this guy is doing because it's really cool. And people glommed onto it. And he had been doing it and he kept doing it. So it wasn't a, a get-rich-quick scheme. It was something that he believed in that he was going to keep doing. And so if he had just gone out and was like, hey, I'm a guy with a million dollars. I'm going to give a homeless guy a million dollars. That happens all the time. I see those videos on TikTok all the time. I see those videos on Instagram. Those guys don't have massive audiences. They're just, they're not understanding the consistency factor. So you have to be consistent. You have to slowly go out there and put stuff out and slog and slog and slog and slog and slog. And you have to work to make it good. And you have to do what's true to you. And you can be strategic. We're being strategic right now about part of the way that we're building the audience for sharing notes is making content that is legitimately good enough that the people we're talking to want to share it because then we get a piece of their audience. But that requires us focusing on giving them something that is of value to their audience. So if you want to go out there, you got to focus on making something valuable. And if you just show up and are like, look at me, 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 here's my trendy thing, you're not going to get anywhere. You just aren't, honestly. It's like, I don't know what to tell you. I see everyone out here doing it and it's just like people walking into the gas station and spending their five bucks on scratch tickets. You can do it once in a while for fun if you want and maybe you will catch a wave but your ability to stay in that wave is dependent on how much work you've done before it and if you go look out there at anyone who has blown up and stayed in the spotlight, there's a massive pile of work behind it and a massive body of taking the time to perfect their craft so that when they caught a wave, they could stick with it. So here's the secret. You don't go viral. Or you could, but you probably don't want to. So the challenge is, what are you willing to do consistently? And if you do it consistently, maybe you'll get an audience. But if you're not willing to do it consistently, your audience isn't going to be willing to watch or listen anyway. You might not agree with me, and I totally get that. I would just challenge you to consider, if this were true, how would it change how you showed up, and how might that affect where you end up in the long run? Thanks so much for listening, and as always, keep it secret. <laughs>